Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Mishnah Zivamas, Perk Vav, Mishnah Vav, and Perk Zayin, Mishnah Aleph. And today's Mishnah is being learned with Chos Estobas Rachel, Shishi B'Zechad, and Ziva Kagon Bikar of Mamish. And the Mishnah says, Loi Batal Adam and Pir of Rivia, Elam Kenyash Lebanim. A person is not allowed to be Mavatal from the mitzvah of Puravu, which is a mitzvah to have kids, unless he already has children. Now, how many children does he have to have? So Bishama, Aaron Bishama says, Shnei Zacharim, two males, meaning two boys. And this is learned from Maish Rabbeinu. Maish Rabbeinu had two boys, and then he was pirate from his wife. He separated from her. Or says, Zachar Nekeva, it's a male and a female, a boy and a girl. Why is that? Shinemar, because the Pasuk says, Zachar Nekeva Bra'am. He created a male and female, which means Hashem created Adam and Chava, and so in order to become the mitzvah of Puravu, according to Beisil, a person has to have a male and a female. And then she continues, Nasa Isha, let's say a man got married, and he lived with her for 10 years, and she didn't have children, sadly, he's already mevatel from Puravu, and we learn this from Sari Menu. It says in the Pasuk that after 10 years, she didn't have children, so she gave Hagar to Avram so that Avram could have children. So you see, the cutoff is 10 years, but afterwards, the man has to try to have children. Children, so he has to get married to somebody else. Now, Gershel, let's say he divorces this wife of his, she's allowed to marry somebody else because who says that the reason why they didn't have children is from her? Maybe it was her husband's fault. The second husband is allowed to live with her for 10 years and hopefully she'll have children then with him. Now, let's say she miscarries a pregnancy. She counts this 10 years from when she miscarried the child. Lastly, the Mishnah says, A man is commanded in a Puravu and not a woman. That's because the Pasuk says, be fruitful and multiply and fill the world and conquer it. And the drasha is, who conquers the world? Who goes out there to fight? Men do, not women. So only men have this mitzvah of Puravu and not women. However, on both of them it says, Hashem blessed them, Hashem told them, you shall be fruitful and multiply. And this is Hashem speaking to both Adam and Chava. However, we don't pass like Rabbi Yechon and now moving on to Parag Zayin Mishnah Aleph. And let's review two concepts that we've mentioned previously. When a woman gets married, her husband has the right to use her nechasim, the things that she owns and brings into the marriage, but these are divided into two categories, nechse mulug and nechse tzayim barzel. What are nechse mulug? So these are things he uses but doesn't own. For example, if she brings a car into the marriage worth $20,000, he could drive it around as much as he would like, and when he dies or divorces her, she gets the car back as is, no matter how it looks, and even if it's battered or banged and it's worth only $500, well, that's her tough luck. Unless it became a collector's item and now it's worth $100,000, that's her good luck. But either which way, it doesn't have anything to do with him. And the key over here with Nechse Melug is that he bears no responsibility for what happens to it. Now, Nechse Tzambarzal is the opposite. These are things that he basically gets to keep. He just owes her how much they cost at the time of marriage. So say she brings a car in that's worth $20,000, he could use it and do whatever. And when he dies or divorces her, she gets that $20,000 that it was worth when she brought it in, no matter what it's worth now. And if it looks terrible now, or if it's worth much more, that's his responsibility not hers. So the Mishnah says, Let's give an Almana marrying Kain Gadol, a Grusha or Chalutza marrying Kain Hedyet, which we know is not allowed to happen. Now, usually, if she were to bring Avadim into the marriage, they would be allowed to eat Truma because she's allowed to eat Truma, so her Avadim would be allowed to eat Truma as well. However, since she's not allowed to marry him and she becomes a Chalala once she does, depending what type of Avadim these are, depends whether or not they're allowed to eat Truma. So the Mishnah says, Let's say she brought in Avadim that were Avnei Belog and Avadim that were Avdei Tzayim Barzal. So Avdei Belog the Avdei Melug are not allowed to eat Truma, whereas the Avdei Tzayim Barzal are allowed to. And Melug and Avdei Melug, these are the Avadim that are considered Melug. In Mesu, if they die, Mesu law, they die for her, meaning it's her responsibility, it's her tough luck. And if they become worth more, let's say the slave market jumped, so that's good for her. And even though the husband is technically Chayv to feed these Avadim, they're not allowed to eat Truma because they're her responsibility. And since she's a Chalala, because she married this kind of she's not allowed to, but her avadim, these avdei maluk, are not allowed to eat truma. 
These are Avadim that are considered Tzorim Barzal. In Meisu, if they die, Meisu Lai, so they die for him. It's his tough luck. He still has to pay her whatever value the Evid was when she brought him into the marriage. And in Meisiru, if the Evid became worth more, Meisiru Lai, so that's good for the husband. And Hoelvu Chayim since when we're talking about Avdi Tzorim Barzal, the husband is Chayim and Tzachrais, he's responsible for it. So they are Ladi Chuma because they're considered like the husband's Avadim and not the wife's Avadim. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Bez and Gimel. For now, Everyone should have a wonderful day.